It's not just radio, it's Rockland World Radio. RocklandWorldRadio.com And hello, here we are, once again. Friday is here, so that means it's time for me, the sassy show. So, alright, so we have two T-words to talk about, TikTok and Twitter. I'll do TikTok first, because TikTok's easy to talk about, it's very, um, it's not that much to talk about on TikTok. Um, well, alright. So, here's some things not to do on TikTok. We'll get right into that part first. Don't post things that are going to get you in trouble. Like, um the person who posted how to hack into someone's iPhone. I don't think that's a really smart idea for you to be posting that. Um, and then all I see all over TikTok are stupid things. Like, you know, um, mostly mostly young people, so it's young people, doing the stupid challenges, like the dance challenges. First of all, if you're trying to go viral, why would you copy somebody else and do a challenge? Because those challenges are not going to go viral. Your response to a challenge is not going viral. What went viral was the first person who did the dance. They went viral. If you're gonna, if you want to go viral on TikTok, you don't do a challenge. Because I've heard a lot of, because I coach high school girls, and you know that's what they talk about. Like, oh, I just want my video to go viral. Well, you're, and I keep telling them your video is not going viral. You're doing a challenge. It's not going anywhere. You got to think outside the box and do something that nobody else is doing in order for you to go viral on TikTok. And I'm going to try something that I saw. It's a certain hashtag. If the hashtag works, maybe that's the key to going viral. I don't know. I'm going to try it and we will find out. And then TikTok. All right. So then I get into TikTok talking about um, social media and having interns do your social media for you. Or, you know, my favorite of all time. Well, I went to school for marketing, so I pretty much, like, know everything. Uh, yeah, no, you don't. Sorry. But when you got your degree, like, you know, 20 years ago, social media was not a topic of conversation in your marketing classes. Um, all the stuff that you learn in college on how to market is all offline. That stuff does not translate well online. Now, there could be some campaigns that you could do and use. Like, you can use graphics that you use in your business cards and your postcards and your billboards and put them on social media. Sure. But it's not the same. You're not going to be just putting it on there. You have to have a strategy as to how it's going to get in front of people. Um, Not the same way as offline. And then, then there's, of course... You know, the Jets, the New York Jets, who prove, once again, they have no clue what they're doing. So they definitely have a a girl, or maybe a woman, I don't know how old she is, so I want to call her a girl, because I see her hand in front of the camera when she's doing, this is another thing, you don't want to have your hand in front so people can see your hand and you're just showing things. I don't need to say that. But second of all, so last week so they put this so this is girl on instagram i know her for that she's on instagram her name is addison ray okay you can look her up 
I don't know the backstory to her because I didn't really have time to look up the backstory on her. And frankly, I really don't care about the backstory on her. Um, but so she did this TikTok video where she does this crazy dance because that's basically what is on TikTok. A lot of people doing dancing to music. Um, it's like karaoke, but digital. I'll put it that way. Okay. So she did this crazy dance. And so whoever was doing the Jets TikTok thought, oh, you know, let's incorporate her dance in one of our posts. So they have split screen. And then on one side is Addison doing her dance, where then she bends over and out of her butt comes a football into Sam Donald's hands. Yes, such a classy idea in New York Jets. So, so classy. Do you, let me just tell you. So then these people who do their TikTok don't realize how TikTok works. See, so when you're a public TikTok, anybody can save your video to their device. Doesn't matter who you are. If you're public, they can save your videos. You have to go in your settings, you have to make it private, blah, 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 all the things for them not to save your video. But there are other ways of saving videos, by the way. But anyway, so people saved it to their device and posted it on Twitter, where it went viral on Twitter. Because these these dummies who posted it went probably, oh crap, after an hour of it being on TikTok and deleted it thinking, oh, I'm deleting it. No one's going to know. We all saw it already. (laughs) We keep seeing it already. It's never going to go away. That's how social media works. Once you post something, you have to always assume that people screenshot it or saved it somehow. You can't just post something and think that it's going to go away if you delete it. It doesn't work that way. So that's what they did. So then you can imagine all the comments. My favorites are all about Sam getting... Well, now we know how Sam got mono. People are so stupid to not know that it's a split screen. That's not the chick that got he gave him mono, okay? If it is, it is. But I can, t- I can probably detest that it's not. Um, she probably has no idea who the hell he is, based on her Instagram. Um, so why would you do that? And then take it down. That you see, this is the whole point that I've been getting into, that sports teams, especially, have no clue how to run their social media. Now, I will tell you, some sports teams have good content. And they do things the correct way. There are, there are teams out there. I have seen some good content. But for the New York Jets, no. So they don't make the playoffs, and on Wild Card Weekend, they decide to post a stupid, stupid post about, you know, and have Sam Donald in it. And everybody comments, stop posting till draft day. You guys didn't make the playoffs. We don't want to see anything else. This is stupid. First of all, they don't even know what one-fourth of the year is. Yeah, anyway, so their math skills are off. Because you go by quarters. You know, that we have four quarters of the year. We're not one-fourth of the year finished in January. So maybe you need to go back to math class also, because that's not one-fourth of the year. Um, using his jersey number, if you didn't understand that one. But some of the stuff they post is just, like, over-the-top stupid. Stupid stuff. Embarrassing stuff. So when you're posting for an employee, and you're posting 
like that and you're hired to do that, you not you're representing your employee, you're representing the staff, they're representing the players. They're representing the whole organization as a whole. Why the hell would you do that? And then, so then to make up the day after that, you know, their post went viral on Twitter from the TikTok video, they decide then to post the same content over again. Oh, let's watch all of Sam Darnold's touchdowns he threw. We already saw it. Did you run out of content? Do you have no new content to post because you post way too often and you wait paste post way too much and you post stupid crap in between you don't need to post like that like as a sports team no you don't have to post like every freaking hour unless you have something to report you're a team you're not an, you're not a business where and sometimes businesses do this too you don't have to post every hour on the hour Overposting is like the stupid asinine thing that i see all over the place everybody posts like 500 times a day you don't want to annoy the crap out of people. You want to get a certain point, a call to action across. And then we can go into Twitter. This bleeds me into the drama that is Twitter. I, I don't need to watch TV because I just go on Twitter. The drama is there. It is always there. Constantly. It is constantly there. So I will go into my likes because I had to like certain, I had to like, certain tweets to remind myself what tweets I wanted to talk about. So, so much happens on Twitter. It's, it's crazy how it happens on Twitter, but I think it happens on Twitter a lot more because people, and there, there actually was this conversation like last week on Twitter between people that I follow um, about how many people are realistic on Twitter and like their real selves and how many of them are fake. Well, uh, I don't think a lot of people are that real themselves on Twitter because sometimes, if you can notice, they hide behind, um, you know, pictures. For example, let's see. I will go and see profile. All right. Like, you know, they have, like, their profile picture is of a cat or a dog or a sports logo or... You know, it's not them. Because there actually was a... Tw- of course, Twitter doesn't work right now for me. Um, there actually was um, somebody that actually said that. Like, is that your actual profile of you? And I was like, yeah, that's mine. And they're like, oh, because not that many people do that. They all hide. It's crazy. It's crazy how people like to do that. Okay, so I don't really have Twitter slow or whatever today. Um... Yes, as I can see that it's slow right now. Um, but I will tell you. So, okay. So, let's see what was talked about on Twitter. Well, okay. So, here we go again with athletes. But we'll, tar- we'll turn to basketball for a second. So, Brandon Tierney is a reporter. And he does a lot of things. And he has a show. And he does whatever. You know, he's into that, that, you know, he's into that uh, business. So he tweets two weeks ago about like, oh, well, the Nets win six games. The Nets lose six games. Nobody cares about the Nets. So why am I telling you this? Because, well, one of the players on the Nets is is KD. Kevin Durant, for those who don't know what KD is, stands for. That's what people call him, KD. So he actually looks for tweets 
to answer to when he wasn't even he wasn't even tweeting to him and responds to him and then they get into this whole entire war of words on Twitter where everybody then starts chiming in and then you can tell that he is very very sensitive first of all if you're an athlete you can't be sensitive when people are talking about you if you're in the public eye you can't be sensitive people are going to talk smack about you no matter who you are politician an athlete a celebrity you know you have a radio show host tv people all that kind of stuff, people are going to talk about you. Yeah, tweets aren't loading right now. We know that. Thank you. So they have a problem on Twitter. What else is new? Probably overload because of all the baseball stuff. But, um, so, I mean, he gets into this war of words with these people. But the only thing I like about KD on Twitter is that he is engaging with fans. He's not just tweeting back to Brandon Tierney and other reporters and other players. He actually does what I want athletes to do which is engage with the fans. But he does it the wrong way, as usual. As well, He's engaging with all the negative. Don't engage with the negative. It's a waste of time. Trolls, haters, all those people, God Almighty, there's so many of them. It's just a waste of space. But I like the fact that he engages. And I wish more athletes would be more engaging that way. Because then... You get you get you definitely get to see the real him on Twitter because he will give you a real answer. He's not making up stuff or he's not trying to be, you know, smooth talking, that kind of stuff. He actually gives you good tweets back. But like I've said many, many times, I don't think it's wise for anybody to be bothered with talking to negative people. Like, you know, I had two people leave, like, hateful comments on one of my Facebook pages. Do you know what happened to those comments? Because they were hateful and they were, they got, bye-bye. I don't keep, see, and that's also another thing that, like, a lot of sports teams don't do. They don't delete that kind of stuff. Delete that. You're breeding that into your page when you leave those hateful comments up. Because hate breeds hate on social media. Positivity breeds positivity. You know, that's why it's better to focus on the positive than it is on the negative. Which then leads me back into talking about some football players. All right, so then, so then one of the um, New York Jets players, Qu- uh, Quincy, tweets out something along the lines of that the NFL should do a better job at being some sort of role model for kids. I, I, I can't load, load the tweets up. So I can't tell you what he said, but I can tell you that I told him. Now it's not the NFL that has to get. Oh, oh, they get. They're working now. They get better with kids. It's you. All right. So let's see. Now the tweets loaded. It only took forever to load all of this stupid crap that I have to. That I saved. I literally saved. You don't know how many tweets. It's crazy. That's how crazy Twitter is. So, let's see. So then we have the baseball saga going on now. You know, the drama with the cheating, which is literally all over the freaking place. It's all everybody's talking about. Um, dun, 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 dun. I literally have tons of, um, that one, I don't know why I have that one saved. Social media today, dun, 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 just watch, bum, bum, bum. Nope, don't need that. Okay, Odell. And that's another thing. So, Odell Beckham, again, in the news with Twitter because he's stupid. 
the Giants made like the best move in history by ever trading him because drama follows this guy like crazy. Um, we'll get into that in a second. So let me see if I can find my tweets because I'm telling you that I have two weeks worth of tweets because then I have a lot of other videos and stuff that people have tweeted out that I was watching. Do, do, do. Um, mm, mm, mm. Okay, yep. So this is this. Oh, and then people have to be mean and nasty and then I have to get into that one. Okay, so, yeah, so I have the Jets um, TikTok video. So I saved that. So if you want that, you're going to have to then follow me on Twitter for that because I can't take it from Twitter and put it onto Facebook. It, it just looks crappy when I do that, and I don't do that. Um, but that video is here. TikTok, yes, I'm telling you how many people have seen it. It is crazy. Um, this one can go away. Um, people who go and think that, oh, Instagram ain't real. It's just entertainment. Uh, no. I would say it's it's not just for entertainment. You have no idea then when this person said this that it was just entertainment. No. Okay. So here was Quincy. He, I can never pronounce his last name, so excuse me, but he played, he plays on the Jets. The biggest issue with the NFL's message to kids is that they fail to promote the players as more than athletes often enough. Players get in this game experience fragility and as an NFL career and fail to have the tools to lose that identity because somebody tweeted 65% of LSU's football team roster is majoring in two areas sports administration which is 25 players and in and then some sort of other things studies disciplinary studies whatever so he commented on that tweet so I basically tweeted back to him you as a player, are in control of your message to kids. It starts with you. It does. It's not on the NFL to make you seem like you're quote-unquote human and not a robot. It's on you as the player to do that. That's your responsibility. See, these, these players want to play and make all this money, but they don't want to take the responsibility as to being a role model. See, it's, all, it's everybody else's fault that they're not seen as a human being. It's not their fault. Um, you can be seen as human, as I have in parentheses, and not just a player by responding to positive social media posts, comments, and engage with fans. Because this is your powerful tool. Use it wisely. Kids are watching. See, so if this is the whole point of why athletes and social media don't mix. Because... They make these they make these claims and they tweet these things that make absolutely no sense. And then they blame everybody else but themselves for how things ha- how things go and how things happen and how things manifest. Every athlete is in control of themselves. You are responsible for you. Nobody else is supposed to be responsible for you. You are supposed to be responsible for yourself. And that's the kind of thing that they miss. And then we have to read these stupid tweets. Okay, um, yes, I saved that one. I'm telling you the Jets are all over the place. Um, okay, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. And parents give advice no one listens to. I saved that one. Don't know why. Oh, and then, of course, I had Antonio Brown again on Twitter. You know, yeah, because he blocks me because I criticize him. God freaking forbid. That I tell him, of all that is holy, get off of social media. Oh my god, hello. So if you didn't know, he posts a video of him going off 
um, which now the content is not available on Twitter anymore. Someone took it off. But the video um, was there. Um, then let's see, I have that. Okay, I have this one that I saved. So if you are a professional and you are tweeting as your profession, why would you use the word duh, D-A? Duh is not a word in the English language. It's a preposition in Italian and German, but we don't have that word. We don't have to talk about the sun and the plane and the music. No, we don't, we don't use duh, D-A. Now we use duh, D-U-H, but we don't use duh, D-A. If you're a professional and you're trying and you're telling clients to follow you on your page, I suggest you don't do that. Bingo. Okay. Um, there are some really great, 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 great tweets that I've saved. Some that are really funny. Um, then we had, of course, um, for all those that don't know. So New York Rangers player Tony D'Angelo supports Donald Trump. And he's been tweeting about politics since, I don't know, forever, it seems. Which I'm always against. I'm always against athletes bringing in social issues and tweeting about politics. So, this would go against everything that I stand for on that. But he can't stop doing that because that's who he is. And that's his identity. And he wouldn't be real because he's really real. When I say really real on Twitter, um, he is really him. You can tell that how he tweets is how he feels. And he is the real deal. So he can't stop tweeting about that kind of stuff. But every time he does good on the team, the haters are out in full force. Um, he, they, he took a picture the other day with a baby. And they said, oh, oh, cute baby. But, he's, but the baby is in, the, you know, in, tr- in some trash's arms or something along those lines. Like, please, come on. You know, separate it. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. That's basically it. There's no need for it. And then um, he was called an uh, Italian insult by an actual an, an, an NHL writer. And he goes, oh, guys, they're calling me names. I guess I have to go cry in my safe space or maybe ask that they boycott or fire fire or something horrible. Yeah, fire somebody or something horrible, making fun of people who are against Donald Trump. See, now he can't go and then, and every time he does good by the way on the ice for those who don't follow him and don't follow the rangers he does the thumbs up like donald trump does see so that's his calling card so for me to tell him as a social media professional you have to stop doing this no he really he's the only one i would actually say that he has to continue doing that because that's who he is you know i mean he and he can handle it he pretty much can handle it yes so yep so, as I was just saying before, so Antonio Brown's video, um, he released a music video about the Saints workout, and he also released a video uh, about him and his wife getting into it with the police on his street. All that content is gone now. They have removed it from Twitter. It's been officially removed. Um, so, we have that. We have... Uh, I'm trying to find the the NBA stuff. That say that I saved so many tweets. I have to just keep. Okay, so here it goes. Okay, so who who cares? Uh, oh, 
who cares that he that KD responds to people on Twitter and his real emotions is 2020, blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's, isn't that what a fan wants, reaction? And then I respond to that one. And I was like, yes, but there's a, there's a line to be crossed. So the whole entire Twitter thing got into it. Now the content here is not available either. Um, with Brandon Tierney, let's see. Do, 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 do. I have to then go all the way back. Uh, so, yeah, so Brandon Tierney. Nets win seven straight, no one cares. Nets lose seven straight, no one cares. Speaks volumes. And Kevin Durant then responds to him, what does it say? Because he said it speaks volumes. And then some regular person goes, no one gives a, a, a F. And then KD responds, you give a bleep that no one... <laughs> that no one gives a bleep about the Nets. Long story short, you care. Then it continues to go. And yet you claim you don't care about the Nets as an afterthought next town. Yet here you are tweeting about it again, just like every month. You chose this irrelevance dog. Someone's pointing out that no one is talking about, which is absolutely true, that doesn't mean they care. And then you just keep going on. I mean, this, this whole entire like thread went on for like forever. And then, hey, Kevin, big fan, may I get your thoughts on this article? And I'm like, seriously, we don't care about the freaking article. <laughs> like, we don't care about it. This is what I'm talking about, drama. Twitter is part of it. it it's all drama. Um, Kevin Durant popping up on the timeline, like, yeah, mm-hmm, someone shows a picture of him. And then, um, blah, blah, blah. And then he, he just goes off on people who don't. I guess don't have a, that they have an opinion that's negative. He doesn't like that they have an opinion that's negative, so he goes off on them. See, just ignore them. So what? So what? You're going to eventually go back to be playing ba- basketball. You'll be, you'll be able to be tweeting about how awesome you are in, in about you know a year. If that if that happens, we don't know. No one can tell what's going to happen. So that was that basically that one. Now I have, and then of course Odell Beckham. With the video. So, there was a video. First of all, I know he went to LSU. Okay, we get it. But why the hell is he allowed in the locker room? He took that moment away from that whole entire team. That whole team went like, what, 16-0? and If I'm not mistaken. They won every freaking game. And he is on the sidelines, pounding on, on the... Uh, Pounding here, his hands here, he's, he's throwing his arms here, he's screaming here. Why? Does he not look at himself and go, my God, I look ridiculous? Because you look ridiculous. Then he's in the locker room handing out money to the players. Then they come out and go, oh no, that was fake money. And then everybody's calling Burrow a snitch because Burrow said, oh no, I got real money from him. It was real money. Uh, seriously, Why? Why, why, why? Yes, here it is. And being on the Browns really made him do drugs. <laughs> that was the tweet, like, like yesterday. And then, oh, he has a megaphone in here, and he's screaming in people's faces on the sideline with the megaphone. Does he not see how stupid he looks and immature he looks? So, once again, I will give a shout-out to Jamal Adams for being the more mature one. He went to LSU. I don't see him on the sideline having... I want to call a hissy fit, but looking like a toddler on the sidelines. I don't see him in the locker room handing out money. I don't see him taking the moment away from that team. Who do you see taking that moment away from that team? 
OBJ. So when people say that like the Giants made a really crappy move, oh, no, no, no. They made an awesome move because who needs this drama? Now he's going to be, there's a warrant for his arrest because in the locker room, supposedly he slapped an officer. And on the backside, I think that's what it is. There's videos all over the place on that. He looks freaking ridiculous. Okay, I can get rid of this one. So he looks freaking ridiculous. He just looks dumb. So then we go into the baseball saga, which I can talk about for two minutes. So Justin Verlander has always been a big guy to tweet. He tweets his opinions all the time about Major League Baseball. All the time. Tweets everything. So in about in 2017, June 20th, this is why I tell you people, watch what you tweet because it will always come back to bite you in the butt. He tweet, um, there's a tweet here that Justin Verlander wants MLB to crack down on sign stealing. He was on that team that won the championship in 2017 with all this stealing stuff. But yet, here he is. Here he is saying all this. Yep, another tweet. This is why when you tweet, it comes back to you. Uh, do I have to save that tweet? No. Um, then we have other baseball people, players, now chiming in. Oh, what happened to the term cheaters never prosper? That's one of them. Then we have a video of Jose Alduve, Altuve, when he beat um, the Yankees this past year, screaming as he's coming around home plate. You can see him screaming, not to rip off his jersey, because I got a piece on, no, that's exactly what he said on this video. It's on Twitter. I will save this one. I got a piece on, no. Now, he said in an interview that night, the reason that he did not want um, anybody ripping off his jersey was because he didn't, he's shy Okay, he's shy, and he doesn't feel comfortable taking it off, and he's, he's going to get in trouble with his wife. Um, hello, your Instagram, if people go to your Instagram, they can see one, two, three, four, five pictures of you with your shirt off. All right, so you're not shy because you posted these pictures of yourself on Instagram. See, comes back to bite you in the end. People do their research. They go to your social media first. So always be careful what you post. You can't just post something and think that nobody's going to care six months later. If you get into trouble or you're doing something that you're not supposed to, guess where reporters go first? To your Twitter feed and your Instagram feed, your Facebook feed. Then they will look for videos on YouTube. They will find it. They will find it in your Twitter, everywhere. That's what I'm saying. So he has, meanwhile, on his Instagram, there's one, two, three, four, five pictures of him without his shirt on. Then we get the tweet from Justin Verlander that he he doesn't like the um, the stealing stealing. Then we have the burner account saga going on. So for all those that don't know, somebody was out there claiming to be Carlos Carlos Beltran's um, niece. It has been proven that it's not Denise. And now that account's gone private, so you can't see the tweets. It's a player. It's a it's a burner account is what it is. So it's either a reporter, an inside person with the Astros, or the Red Sox, but mostly probably the Astros, or a player giving out information. Because that's exactly what happened. The, the Beltron family told this reporter that the individual who claims to be uh, Beltran's niece is not related to the family anyway. This person may or may not have additional information about the Houston Astros sign stealing scandal, but they're not related to the Beltrons. 
there we go. So if you want to check it out, it's at at so underscore blessed one. That's the that's the one that we are talking about. Where it says, "I'm told to stay quiet, but I refuse." I refuse. Jose Altuve and Bregman were devices that buzzed on inside their right shoulder from the hallway. Video guy. Let's get it out now. Now, who would have that information? You know, hello. It could also be the video guy. For all we know, it could be the video guy having the information and giving the information out. So this is why you got to watch what, watch what you tweet. You got to watch what you post. You got to know what you're doing online. You can't be stupid and just put stuff out there and think that nothing's going to happen. Because, oh, I have my freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want. Uh, no. Technically, you can't. Because technically, if you have it in writing, people can use it against you. Now, if I say something to somebody, there's no proof that I said it, really. It's only, only between me and so-and-so. Or me and so-and-so and somebody else. And I can just say, well, they must, they must have misheard me. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't do that. No, that I don't know what they were saying because that's different. But when you have it in writing on social media, it will always come back to bite you in the butt. So my advice to everybody, and I even gave advice to the Astros and the Red Sox today. First of all, they should they all those players should just take the Instagram app and the Twitter app off their phones and not even even bother to look at that for like a very long time. Because you'll get tempted to answer people back and tell people to shut up. People, you know, we're, we're, they're human. They have emotions too. But second of all, my advice is, before you push the send button, think, is this important? Am I hurting somebody's feelings? Am I saying something that I shouldn't say? Will this come back to bite me in the butt? And do I really need this out there? If you answered yes to all of it, fine. But if you answered no, then don't do it. And that pretty much says it all. Hey, that phone call says it all. All right, so I will see you all next week. And stay tuned because it's 2020 and we are going to go on the road in 2020. So I will give you details when I know. And thanks for watching on Facebook and thanks for listening at Rock and Roll Radio and at all of my, um, where all my, you can find my podcasts on Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and of course my video here for YouTube. Ta ta. It's not just radio, it's Rockland World Radio. RocklandWorldRadio.com.